0: bit behind this morning but let's go ahead and get started let's have a word of prayer our heavenly father lord thank you again for speaking to our hearts this morning and uh, lord seeing that we can draw our peace and comfort from you lord i pray that you would speak to our hearts once again in this next service we give you all the praise and glory for it in jesus name amen all righty go ahead and turn over to 448 in number 448 do the first and last you sticking around for our afternoon service. Hope and pray that you've been helped for being here this morning. And uh, this afternoon, Lord's has me still in the book of Joshua. I, I, I've been enjoying reading the book of Joshua. I've been reading it uh, quite often. Um, a lot of times when I get, I kind of get in a, a book and I'll stay there for a while. And Lord's been bringing some things to my heart and my and my life, and so I thought this tied in really good with. Uh, uh, Lord spoke to my heart about this, and I believe it'll be a help to you. Um, we've been looking at some thoughts from the book of Joshua, and for the last few weeks, and we talked about Achan's breaking heart, and uh, then we. Uh, how to get up from defeat when we're uh, discouraged, we've been defeated, how to get back up. And then, well, today we're going to look in Joshua chapter number 8, verse 30 through 35. And uh, we looked at it a little bit last week, but the Lord sort of started dealing with my heart about it. So uh, last week after the enemy had been totally eradicated and victory had pre- was preserved, uh, Israel finished by doing what the Lord told them to do. Uh, let me say it's always good to be obedient to the Lord. Just doing what He tells you to do, it's always best to do that. So half the nation was to stand on Mount Ebal, and the other half was to stand on Mount Gerizim. And the Levites were to stand in the valley between these two mountains. And as the blessings and the cursings were uh, uh, read, uh, as the, the readings of the cursings, the crowd from Mount Ebal was to shout, Amen. Now, when you say amen, you're saying, I agree to this, I obey this, I I, I adhere to this. And then uh, when the blessings were read, the crowd from Mount Gerson was to shout amen. And this was uh, to remind us that thus saith the Lord is always what matters, whether it's good or bad, hey, the blessings, the cursings, it's, it doesn't change a bit whether you agree with it, you accept it or not. It's still thus saith the Lord. And this exercise was to remind them that God would bless and would not bless those things that he would bless and when he would not bless and they were also reaffirming their commitments to live by the word of God every day that's what this was signifying and God used this time to refocus Israel's thinking and to remind them why they were in the promise or they were going into the promised land in the first place. You see they weren't they weren't only going to defeat their enemies there and to claim the land and to enjoy their new home. That wasn't the only reason they were going there. That wasn't even the primary reason. The primary was to serve the Lord and to honor him and to witness to the lost pagan world around them of the glory of their God. You see, they needed to be reminded, and so do we today. We need to be reminded time and time again. It's, it's, too, it's uh, a little too easy for us to drift off uh, our, from our spiritual lives. And there are times when we need to refocus on the things that matter the most in life. You see, have you allowed yourself to drift in your spiritual life? Have you wandered from the place of blessings and service and surrender? God told the church of Ephesus, He said in, in Revelation 2 four. Nevertheless, I have somewhat awe against thee because thou hast left thy first love. And I see it today in many Christians. They've left their first love and they've, they've gone on to uh, saying, Yeah, I love the Lord. Yeah, I'll go to church. And yeah, I'll do the things that I have to do. But where is the love that we have for the Lord? We need to refocus our attention. And that's why I've titled the message, Refocus. Refocus. And uh, we need, may need to adjust our focus today. The mountain of Ebal and Gerizim represented a place of either blessings or cursings uh, to Israel. And depending on what they did they were uh, and what they, uh, they learned there. Their experiences revealed some areas in life where we also need to refocus our attentions to. I want to notice notice, uh, three areas this morning, and we'll have the message. Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll uh, get into it. Our Heavenly Father, once again, thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to proclaim your truths to your people. Lord, I ask that you would speak as only you can. We'll give you the praise and glory and honor that comes from it. In Jesus' name, amen. I want us to notice three things where we need to refocus. Number one, we need to refocus on His grace. On his grace. And this is talking about our salvation. I know I talked about it a little bit this morning. But the altar built there on Ebel, uh, the mountain of cursing, served as a reminder of sin and its consequences. Can I tell you sin is a killer? I mean, it kills everything around you. They were making a commitment that the law of God would be standard by which uh, they were to live their lives. They were making a commitment uh, uh, to to uh, that they would teach the law of God to all that follow their generation, and they were making a commitment to uh, making a commitment that uh, their obedience to law could, would determine whether they were blessed or cursed as a people. You see, we're not saved by keeping the law. We need to understand that. And I thank God for that because no one can keep the law perfectly. The Bible says in James 2.10, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in of one point he's guilty of all. So the law serves as a standard for living. It's a schoolmaster, the Bible says. Uh, We know that as a Christian, we're not under the law. The law is not something that we have to pursue or try to attain uh, to get salvation of God. The law is not something we must keep in order to assure our salvation. Yet the law is something that God has written In our hearts, the Bible says this in Romans 2.15, which show the work of the law written in the hearts and their consciences, also bearing witness and their thoughts, uh, the meanwhile uh, accusing or else excusing one another. You see, we do not keep the law in order to earn anything from God. We keep the law because we love Him. We want to live for Him. Because he died for us. That is why the child of God lives a different life than the the world around us. The law should be our delight. The Bible says in Psalm 40 verse 8, I will delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. You see, the law of God is not a means of salvation. It is a way to uh, demonstrate our love for him. The law of God is not a harsh set of commandments. It is a standard of life that seeks to honor God. Honoring the commandments of God uh, is the saint's way of saying, God, I love you. Because the Bible says in John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. Christians, were, as uh, the law is just saying, hey, when we keep that, we're obeying him, we're saying, God, I love you. Honoring the law puts, uh, of God puts us into a place of special blessings and, and brings His blessings into our lives. The Bible says in John 14, 21, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be uh, beloved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. See, today we need to refocus on the truth that living by God's standards brings us into a place... Of blessings. Now understand this. We get our uh, sometimes blessings. We think we think blessings is financial, physical, but sometimes blessings are things that happen to us to draw us closer to God. It could be trials, it could be troubles. We, we, we have our blessings all mixed up. Talked to Brother Phil about it many times, and, and we have this thought that uh, when bad things happen to us, we are being cursed. Not necessarily. Sometimes those bad things that happen to us are a blessing in disguise. We need to realize that. God's standard for living brings us to a place... Uh, refusing to live by God's standard brings us to a place of suffering. A place of where there's no peace and comfort and contentment. But Then we need to refocus God on God's grace, and this is salvation, but also refocus on God's guidelines. On God's guidelines, there's only one sacrifice. My my notes got all messed up here, and I, that's what happens whenever. Uh, that's what happens whenever you don't have your uh, numbers on the bottom of the page. Focus on God's guidelines. This is uh, this is talking about our service. Uh, their amens when they were voiced their their commitment to honor the lord and their understanding and keeping it meant blessings well while the disobedience meant cursings and when the law was read the people voiced their amens uh, to it and they were making a, a commitment to honor god and, and to obey uh, as they passed the law but then The last thing, because I've got my notes all out of order, but we need to focus on God's glory. We need to focus on, this is our surrender. When these, the the, surrounded by their enemies, Israel put aside their fears, and they submitted to the will of God and worshipped. We need to come to a place where we are not distracted and not deterred by the presence of our enemies. In verse 33, it tells us that the ark of the Lord was in the valley between the two mountains, and the ark of the Lord represented the manifest presence of God himself. On one side of the ark was a mountain of blessing, and on the other side of the mountain was uh, the mountain of uh, cursing. This picture is very clear. To be on the right side of the Lord is to be a place of blessing. To be on the wrong side is to be in a place of suffering and cursing. You see, there's no gray area today. There's only black and white, and there's only right and wrong. walk in the right, uh, uh, walk in the right, the word of God, and you'll be blessed. Walk in the wrong and you will suffer God's punishment, His chastisement, His chastening. You see, we need to reach to the place where nothing is more important than living our lives as a statement of activity for the Lord. The Bible says this in Romans 12:1 and2 it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, His glory is all that really matters. Let me ask you this morning, where do you stand? Are you on Mount Ebal, the Mount of Cursings, are you on the Mount Gerizim, the mountain of blessings? Which side of the things of God are you on? Either you stand on the mountain of cursings or, uh, or we are standing on the mountain of blessings. It's that simple. Either you're on the right side of God or you're on the wrong side of God. Either you're doing what pleases God or you're doing what pleases self. See, we do not stand. Where do you stand today? Finally, are you saved? Have you, been, have you Have your sins been placed on the altar and taken away by a sinless substitute? Is your faith in Christ Jesus and Him alone for salvation? Are you honoring God's law by the way you live your life? Are your priorities in order? Have you allowed some things to drift in your life? Well, there's still a place of surrender, a place of sacrifice, and a place of service for all who Will want to put their blessing or be blessed by the Lord. The question is, where are you this morning? Where are you? I think we need to refocus on God's glory. That's surrendering to worship Him. We need to to refocus on God's grace, His salvation. Folks, we need to be reminded that it's He that saved us. Refocus on that. And then we need to refocus on God's guidelines. This is our service, our walk with him, our, our fellowship with him. Folks, the problem today is that we are all out of focus. We, we've got our minds sinking on so many different things. In this day that we're living, we need to refocus some things. What the things really matter. I'd say the thing that most matters in our lives is our salvation. That's the thing. And then I would say our service to God, our walk with him. How's your walk? How's your walk with Him? And then the last thing is, uh, of course, that yeah, we need to refocus our, our, on, on His grace. We need to focus on His guidelines. And then we need to focus on God's glory, His worship. What He deserves all glory and praise. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. this morning and God spoke to your heart maybe you've had your focus all out of whack maybe with things that we've had going on in our society maybe you've lost your focus I guess we need to refocus on our salvation that will help us in, with our peace and our contentment Then focus on our, our service where are we at are we serving him with all of our heart Focus on his guidelines, his grace, but also on his glory. He's, des- he's the one that deserves all praise and glory and honor. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. Thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. I pray that you'll just take this lesson, apply it to our hearts, that we would keep our focus on you, Lord, and uh, that we would be reminded that, uh, that you hold our salvation, Lord, that you deserve all honor and glory and praise. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to our hearts and help us to go throughout this week and uh, keep our eyes focused on you. Thank you for all that you do. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Have this time of invitation, God spoke to your heart. The altar is open. Helps our focus knowing that he will go with us through anything that we're going through. He's with us. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for being here this morning. Uh, if you um, if you have a Facebook and the uh, Facebook page or whatever, um, uh, if you're on Facebook um, uh, and you do not get our our private server or whatever the messages, uh, you'd like to get those just so um, uh, so you don't uh, so you know what's going on. Uh, you can get that. What is it? A Facebook page or something? Or how's, how you can connect to it? I don't know how it all works. My wife handles all that stuff. I'm not smart enough to handle it. So, uh, anyways, but if you if you want to get private messages from the church uh, for prayer requests, different things like that, Miss Marla's taking care of that. She, they're feeling a little ill this morning, so they didn't want to come. Um, but if you want to give her a call, give her your uh, email address and your Facebook thing whatever uh and then uh she can take care of that and you can get on uh get the messages also we put it on our facebook uh page our putnamville baptist church facebook page as well brother adam takes care of that so if uh, you have any questions uh, or comments or concerns uh please see me we can try to get that ironed out all right let's all stand and we'll close a word of prayer thank you for being here this morning remember to, if you're able to be here wednesday night and uh um, if there's any uh, updates, we'll let you know. All right, let's close in word of prayer. Brother Brian, sir, would you close us? Father, in heaven, always Thank you for this day. We praise you for your love on the cross. Thank you for the message here. I want ask that you be with each one of us as we go home. Keep us safe. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.